Hello and welcome to frame 83 of Me 1 versus Me 2 Snooker, a podcast where a 50-year-old man, now, he wasn't when he started, uh, plays himself at snooker to discover who is the best at snooker, Me 1 or Me 2, sometimes other Me's uh, involved. And uh, so, uh, we're here in in the beautiful Peter Mayle Arena. Um, Peter Mayle, of course, the author of A Year in Provence. Apparently he spent most of that year in Provence playing himself at snooker uh, and then he just made up a load of stuff about drinking wine and stuff because uh, he wasted his life away uh, and uh, his life is now over uh, and I'm sure his family won't object as the family of whoever I chose last week who's uh, I've actually forgotten who it was. Um, I do a lot of work on this, you know, but you can't expect to remember every little thing. They wrote in and said they didn't want... Uh, the person, whoever it was, to have the arena named after them, even though it's, uh, you know, a new arena. So Peter Mayle will, I'm sure, be uh, very happy to have that honour instead. Um, so, yeah, last week was a very controversial frame, of course. Um, not only was the snooker board a little bit askew, uh, it, uh, there was also a massive uh, refereeing blunder, and uh, the blue ball had gone off the table without anyone noticing, so the match was declared void. Um, and uh, I can't remember if referee one or referee two was blasted into space, and I wouldn't dare to ask any of you to listen back to find out which one it was. Uh, but I think the only sensible option is to accept that how somehow that referee escaped from that prism in space, but it happened in Superman as well, so maybe I shouldn't have been surprised when I used that mode of, uh, of punishment. Uh, I think we'll have to send both referee one and referee two uh, in a sort of a, a, in the kind of orb thing into space, like in Superman, together, where they can discuss the rules of snoop and try and work out what they are. Uh, and we're employing a new younger man, referee three, uh, who set the board up very nicely. Um, he's actually decided to change the orientation of the board. Uh, it was. Uh, parallel to the walls of the Peter Mayle Arena last week, uh, but it's got a 90-degree angle, so it's now hopefully access to the snooker board should be somewhat better. Um, uh, but uh, let's uh, first of all speak to the the players. Um, it was a it was a, a weird uh, return after several months off uh, to have a. Uh, a frame declared void. Um, how, how did you feel about it, me? One, I was furious, Richard. As you know, I think I was ahead. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, looking at it, I was 48 34 ahead. We can tell that now because you've lost the scoring board, and so we just have to write it down on a piece of paper like a child would. Um, bit angry there, me. One, well, that's just the kind of guy I am. Uh, so I'm, I'm annoyed. I could have got a three frame lead there over me, too, but instead, I'm still at the two frame. Uh, differential and um, so yeah I'm, I'm hoping to get out there and uh, and restore what is rightfully mine but with a with a fine win well hopefully that will be the case um, it would of course be me one breaking again as, as the last uh, last frame was a void frame so for the first time I think ever in me one versus me two history um, very excitingly <laughs> oh no it's got two pages there um it's uh, the same player. That well, that'll be one for a question of sport, won't it? That which which two frames did the same in consecutive frames did the same player break off 
in Me One versus Me Two Snooker with Shang. So, so far, Question Sports have ignored Me One versus Me Two Snooker, as many uh, sports programs have, practically all of them. Um, but one day they will rue their decision when I crush them all, and they will all be lost. Anyway, me too. How are you feeling, Richard? I I'm disappointed. I was. I think I would have won if we'd been allowed to play the last four or five balls. Um, so I'm, I'm more furious than me. One, I let him. I was playing a bit of rope a dope with him uh, and letting him get ahead. I let him get ahead. Then I got, he got behind. Then I, he got ahead again. Uh, and that's just the way I play this game. So uh, let's get out there. Let's let the snooker do the talking. That's what I always say, isn't it? That is what you say, me too. Uh, and yeah, and I'm looking forward to the new young man, referee three. Sorry, referee three. Uh, he's not free. Well, I mean, he is the only free referee as well. When you think about it, isn't he? The other two, of course, just before this frame. But we should probably put that in the podcast and being blasted into outer space in a prism, in a prism that was also a prison. But uh, we we forgot to record that, and it would have only been an audio recording. So I suppose it doesn't massively matter anyway let's uh let's thank you me too this is rich Terry again now speaking some of you have difficulty differentiating our voices let's see if the referee three has set up the the board correctly let's see how this frame goes let's hope there are no more errors uh over to commentator one commentator two in the peter mail commentary box yes richard well you're right, it is one for question of sport, isn't it? Which two frames were broken off by the same... Yeah, don't just repeat what I said, mate. Okay. It's me one. I just had to go and check. It's me one at the board, at the old snooker board now. Leaning in. Let's see if the uh, level of the board has been addressed. Uh, well, I think it might actually be... If anything, it's veering over to the left this time. It was the right last time. Uh, referee... Three rather first his first action is to just kick one of the legs of the table, slightly shifting all of the balls on the table. I'm not sure that was an auspicious start, but Me Too has a pretty easy red. Uh, he does have to bridge over quite a lot of other reds to get there, but he's got it in, and he's this could be a maximum break. He's on for the black. The red balls are nicely positioned. Oh, but the black ball jingled and jangled around in the pocket there, like. Uh, Macron and May um, uh, deciding what they were going to do about Brexit and stuff and not not really coming to a decision. It's a, it's a brilliant analogy. Anyway, uh, we're off the board. We're on the board. We're off the board. What? We're off the mark. And uh, the current, that is a shame for me too because he's, he's on. He would have been on a red as well if he got that in. Uh, but it's kind of... Over to computer robot voice. Calculating, calculating. Me one, zero. Me two, one. Uh, but that deficit has been immediately reduced by an easy shot. He didn't even bend down. He saw that red going. Me two must be kicking himself because that black. Very potable again. And me one doesn't make the same mistake. He pots the black. Although I think where, where he's ended up. I mean, if he just smashes this, he might get a red in. Um... He hasn't done well. That's a break of eight. That's the highest break so far in this frame. Calculating, calculating. Me one, eight. Me two, one. Oh, and me two discovers the first problem. An old ancient beam in this house hanging down is now on his back as he tries to put a difficult red into the centre pocket. We've got nowhere near. Me one is straight up. Uh, he's put that red in a much easier position for me one to score, to pot it, which he does with ease. 
He's on the green. Can he get in the green and screw back up the table? He, uh, well, he got the green, which is, you know, half the battle. Uh, the ball remains pretty much near the D, but there is a red. Some good potting here. The red at the top here, top left-hand corner. Oh, it should have gone down, but he hit it too straight. But he's actually created a brilliant snooker. So four points to me, one. Fired up, I think, by what he sees as the injustice of the previous frame. It's a snooker. It's not a difficult snooker to get out of, but it's a snooker nonetheless. And me too gets out of it. But also, amazingly, the ball, the cue ball topped in the air, hit a red ball, and then the red ball went into the centre pocket, which is incredible. And me too is on the black. And it's not an impossible shot. It's a quite an easy shot. And he has got it. The cue ball goes down the table. It's hit behind the yellow. He might just have snooked himself rather badly to get this break of eight. Um, yes, I mean, he's certainly snooked himself. He should be able to get out of it. Oh, my goodness. He nearly did the same again. He nearly uh, doubled up and potted the red. But he gets that break of eight, which certainly puts the cat amongst the pigeons in this very exciting, high-quality snooker frame. Me one now struggling with the beam behind him, but a long red into the bottom right pocket as you look up the snooker board. Oh, that was beautifully struck. That really jingled and jangled in the old pocket there. Um, a bit like a UKIP leader trying to decide whether he wanted to have sex with a 25-year-old or not. Did it matter that she was racist, that she was quite hot? And did it matter that she's racist if he's the UKIP leader? We don't know. Uh, anyway, I think that was, that was me one missing there, wasn't it? So I got distracted by the topicality of my brilliant observation. Me too. Got a tricky red. He's going to try and get this and screw it along the cushion. No, he got nowhere near there. I don't know what he's trying to do, but he didn't do it. And me one, he's going for that red again that he missed. And this time, it jingles and jangles in the pocket like a UKIP leader that goes down. And me one is on the blue. Which he gets easy, and he's screwed back for another red. This could be a three-ball break right here. And the standard of snooker this week is unbelievable. Me one already in a six break, looks like making it seven. He's done it, he's brought the ball up the table. It's like professional snooker. Could he be gonna get the blue again? This time to the centre pocket, maybe? Could it be a four-ball break? Oh dear. Well, the excitement got to him. I think the attempt to play positionally Got to me one there. He has got quite a good position on the next reds for me too, but the he was way off on the blue ball. Still a very impressive seven break. And have there been any errors so far in this match, commentator two? I'm not sure there's been any fouls. Uh, I don't care. Haven't been watching. Well, that's not really the spirit. Uh, but me too now. Well, I don't think me one would have got one of these reds, but uh, me too is going to have a crack at just smashing them and seeing. I think that's his usual. He smashed him, and he's seen that he hasn't got anything. Me one. He does a smash. The blue brown nearly goes down, but it stays out. That was an exciting moment. Me two. Going to have to cut this red very fine to get into the bottom left-hand pocket. Oh, nearly, but he doesn't manage it. Me one now. Riding high in this frame. Has a pretty easy red into the top left-hand pocket. He puts it down. He hasn't done very well on positioning for a colour, though, and he's again... Up against this tricky pillar. I mean, dare we go for that brown? He's going to dare. It's on the wrong side. But it's coming towards the centre pocket, but it hasn't gone down. Me one gets another point on the board. And I believe no fouls yet in this game. I may have mistaken no in-offs. 
some quite good potting. What has happened to me one versus me two snooker? This isn't entertaining when they're good. A calculating, calculating, me one, 20, me two, nine. So yeah, me one again, stretching away, proving his superiority perhaps, me two. He could be three frames down here if he doesn't pull his finger out. But that is the kind of play we've come to expect from me two. Oh my God, the crowd here would be going wild if they existed. He doubled and bred hard, harder than any normal player would have dared to do it. And bang, off the left-hand cushion into the right-hand centre pocket. It's a one point, but my goodness, that point could prove to be crucial in this epic battle of good versus evil. He's going for a green, it's along the, the ball cushion. And he's got it, and he's pulled up. He's nicely near a red. I don't think you can get this, but an impressive break of four which will ease some nerves here. And he's, I think he's gonna try and hit this red all the way up the table and get it in the top right-hand pocket. It's not possible, is it? It might have been possible, but he got nowhere near. But a break of four there for me too, bringing him just seven points away. I mean, I'm a little bit nervous that there may be no errors in this, in this frame, which will be, will annoy the fans of the of the genre. Me one. I nearly spoke too soon. The black ball flew around the table a bit. There could have been an impressive mistake. It's still moving slightly, actually, suggesting we haven't quite set, sorted out the level issues. Me two is going to try and plant the one of the remaining reds onto the other remaining red, and he's potted it. He nearly potted them both, actually. But uh, if he can get a colour now, he's in a very good position to get a three-ball break. There's a basket full of props from as it occurs to me that me too, he's taking this so seriously, he's actually moved it out of the way. He's going for the pink into the centre pocket. He has to cut this fine. Oh, he cut it too fine. Too fine. It could be the story of his life. Oh, and the scoreboard has fallen off the, the table. The scorebook, I should say. Has that ruined everything? It has not. Uh, me too got one there, didn't he? Brings him slightly closer, but he's still lagging behind. Calculating, calculating, me one twenty. Me calculating. It is a difficult calculation. Me two fourteen, and me one. His hair in his face a little bit now. He brushes it aside. It goes back in his face. Oh my goodness! How did he miss that? The ball was right over the pocket. Me two. He's not. He's barely able to hold his cue with laughter. How bad that miss was! And me too has a much more difficult red into the centre right hand pocket. He takes it. A much more difficult shot. This could be the moment that defines this frame. He's got a fairly straightforward pink into the other centre pocket, which he's got. He might be on the yellow. That I think puts him in the lead. He's already a break of seven. He can he turn this into a three ball break? Oh, he didn't, although, no, it didn't go up. Oh, he got too excited, but unbelievably, in this, I'm not sure I'm dreaming or if this is true, this frame where no one has made a mistake. Let's hear the score from Robot Voice. Calculating, calculating. Me, one, 20 still. He's been on 20 for a while. Don't editorialise. Me, two, 21. There's one point in it. Me too. Oh, he was well on the green there as well. What a shame he didn't get that yellow. Uh, me one. The yellow is near the top left-hand pocket. Oh my goodness, we've 
never seen the like of that in all the years I've been commentating on Me One Versus Me Two Snooker. I have never seen anything like this in my life. Uh, the, he hit the ball, the cue ball, the white ball, some people call it. The, the Billy Bremner ball, some people call it. No one calls it that. Um, and it went on the table. So I don't know what happened. It hit the, the yellow, but both balls somehow flew off the table. He, was, he seemed to hit the yellow and get close to the pocket, but both balls flew over that top left-hand pocket, which is strange, almost like this house is haunted by some kind of ghost. But that puts me to the first error of the match, and what an error. Gives me to four more points. Should You know, it feels like it should be more than four for something that extraordinary. The cue ball and the yellow ball. The yellow ball goes back on its spot. The cue ball's in the D. He can't get to the centre pocket on the yellow side because the blue is over there. He's going to attempt to go for the yellow into the top right-hand pocket. This would be an amazing shot. He pulls it off. He pulled it off, me too! He was down, he was out! And now, after some extraordinary play, some extraordinary events, he's back in. Can he double this green into the centre pocket like he did with the red earlier? My goodness, he can! And the brown ball is right over the pocket! It's a tricky shot, though. But he's got it! He's come back! He's... My... He's got three balls in a row! The blue ball! He will have to double this into the other centre pocket. Can he do this a third time? Surely not! Oh no, the black, the blue ball on the way is back, kissed. The cue ball has gone right up to the top cushion in a slightly suspicious way. How many balls did he pop there? Was it three? I think it was three, wasn't it? I think you got all three. So um, you got two, five, nine points there for me too. He's now 14 points ahead. This is literally unbelievable. There's 18 points on the table, only one. Uh, foul in this entire frame. Me one. He could get these three and still win it. He hasn't got the blue. But he may have got a snooker. Not quite, I don't think, but close. Behind the black. Oh no, what a disaster for me too. Uh, the, he hit the blue, went in off, and it was such a good shot, the blue. Went up the table, fell into the centre left pocket. It's so frustrating for me too. That if he'd if, if he'd got that, this frame would surely be his. But now, me one gets five points. Me too. Has the blue ball on the centre pocket. The cue ball basically on where the yellow pop the yellow ball goes. He's going to try and pop this in the top left hand pocket. I don't need to paint a picture for you. Oh. My goodness, this is turning into the frame of the century. A clean shot, it felt like the ball flew towards that top pocket, jingled and jangled around. Um, a bit like, um, just checking the BBC website for some more news. Uh, yeah, I can't really do one about that, or that. Oh dear. Um, it jingled and jangled around like Boris Johnson's uh, plan for a bridge across the channel. Is that real? What's going on? Um, me too now. It's a long shot on this blue. His hair also in his eyes. Oh, he nearly missed the blue, but he just nudged it a bit closer to the pocket. Me one surely has to get this. It's a long shot though. He's got it this time. Me one. Well, is this friend going to go down to the black ball? I feel it has to. Oh, 
Me one just took a smash at that, you pink. Came nowhere near. He's four points behind. If me too can get this pink ball, he's won. It's not an impossible shot, but he's messed it up. The pressure's got to him. Me one. Don't think he can get this in. He's just blasted it. And maybe trying for a snooker, I don't know, maybe just seeing what would happen. Uh, me too just has to hit this pink, really. Oh, we, we hit it, but he sent it right up to the top. Left-hand pocket where it hovers tantalisingly closer. Me one is not going to miss that. Me one, if you can get this black ball, he's won. Can he hold his nerve? He can! What an amazing comeback! What a fantastic two-ball break to take this incredible frame. I think you'd have to agree the best frame of Me One versus Me Two Snooker you have never quite seen. Me One's taking it. I'm going to go to Robot Voice to confirm. Calculating, calculating. Me One, 43. Me Two, 34. Uh, so they've got palindromic and anagrammatic scores of each other. But... Me one is the winner. Me one. He said he'd won the previous fame. He's the first to 40. If only we were playing that, that would be the end of this tournament. But we're not. It's 40 frames to me one, 37 frames to me two. I don't think you'll have heard a more exciting frame of me one versus me two snooker in an audio podcast this week. That that's the me one versus me two guarantee. Back to you, Richard. Thank you very much. That was uh, amazing. An amazing tournament to watch. Uh, only two errors in the entire game. Extraordinary. Some beautiful potting. Back and forth. Just back and forth. Like uh, Donald Trump having sex with a prostitute. Back and forth making you feel slightly sick. Sorry, I've turned into commentator one. He should have thought of that one. That was a good a news story. That was the obvious news story to pick on. But I think commentator one doesn't quite have the brain uh, that I have for coming up with topical base metaphors that will make little sense to people listening to this in 2025. And someone is listening to this in 2025. How is it out there, all right? Ooh. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry it didn't work out. Anyway, let's go over to B1. Well, Richard, vindicated. Clearly vindicated. Very happy. Uh, good to see that cushion. No pun intended. Uh, and no, and there was no pun intended in intended. That was just a mispronunciation. Um there are cushions on a snooker board. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, I, it should be forty-one thirty-seven. Of course, uh, we'll let that slide. I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, the chips were up. Then the chips went down. And then when the chips were down, I thought, well, I'd like them to go back up where they were before, please. And bang! I pulled out what some might call the snooker of my life to get a two-ball break there at the end. Thirteen points in one. You know, in just one. And if there'd been more balls on the table, that might have been a longer break, but, you know, they'd run out of balls. So, um, yeah, but happy, very happy with how it's turned out, I have to say. Uh, me too, how are you feeling? Oh, Richard, I thought having a second child might have dampened me one's uh, abilities on the board, and I think maybe that's true. There was, I, I, I took command, I, I flummoxed him with some amazing shots. Uh, I mean, his foul, as the commentator said, I think, was, should have been more than four points. You knocked two balls off the table at the same time. None, neither of them went in. That's four points for that. That should be, that should be right there uh, a ten point. Oh, no, uh, fourteen point. Uh, and then if it was fourteen point, now nah, she only needs to be 
yeah, 14 points, and I would, it would be 44-43. So, in a way, it's a moral victory for me. That's how I see it. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to Me One Versus Me Two Snooker. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, you probably will not enjoy my excellent and structured stand-up shows. Uh, but uh, maybe tell a friend who enjoys that kind of comedy rather than just a bloke blathering on and making stuff up as he goes along whilst playing snooker against himself. Uh, my tour show is called Over a Gun 50, and it's travelling around the UK from February the 1st to June the 2nd, I think. Go to richchain.com slash gigs or richchain.com slash ofrig slash tour. You can see all the dates. Uh, Less Square Theatre podcast coming back. Not as good as this one, uh, but seems to have won more awards than this one for some reason. We've got some amazing guests coming up for that, including Kathy Burke and um, Trevor Simon and Mackenzie Crook. Brian Blessed. Nearly sold out. So... Come along, look at richherring.com or slash gigs or look at the lessersquaretheatre.com website and you can buy tickets there. But we don't want to know about other podcasts here and we don't like this sponsorship idea. Let's just sit back and think about what we've witnessed here today. It's uh, bold hope. It makes me think that, well, new referee, new, new danger, a new world. Uh, better play because of the referee was the other referees somehow putting the players off I don't know but it makes me think we might be into some, some some stunning snooker in 2018 so do check back with us next week for more me one versus me two snooker you've been very welcome thank you very much for listening and watching if you are hiding in my attic bye